She stared at him from where she sat crumpled on the floor, her tight black curls a wild and matted mass, and her dark brown eyes huge and tear-reddened in a triangular face with a pointed chin and lush lips. Her skin was a pallid brown, devoid of the glow that came from the heat of the sun, and her clothes hung off her frame, faded blue jeans, a large black sweater, and old canvas sneakers. Her scent was soap and salt, and an intrinsic bite he couldn't name. In her arms she held the body of a grey cat from which Alexei could scent the tiniest edge of decay, ragged thin fur, a sense of fragility. The cat had been old when it died, a creature that had gone when its time had come, not one whose life had been stolen. The E held it with infinite care, and when Alexei did nothing to approach or startle her, she bent her head over her dead pet and cried again, her grief like waves crashing against his skin. She wasn't afraid of him, was too lost in her pain to see the predator in the room, or perhaps she did and didn't care. And he knew. That cat had been her only connection to the world, to life. Alexei fought his need to go to her, offer her comfort. Before anything else, he was a snow dancer lieutenant, and their pack had been hurt by the sigh one too many times. He did a quick but thorough reconnaissance of the entire bunker. It didn't take long. He found a bedroom, neat and tidy, though the clothes in the freestanding wardrobe made his hand tighten on the wardrobe door. He barely stopped himself from wrenching off the door and breaking it to splinters. A large cat-sized basket sat to one side, complete with what looked to be hand-knitted toys and a blanket. A half-full bowl of water rounded out the items. No food bowl, but he had a feeling the little E with the big eyes must have hand-fed her elderly pet soft foods. She must have been so scared as she watched over her pet, knowing that every breath could be its last. Hand-fisting at his side, he carried on in his recon. The toilet and a tight cubicle shower flowed off the bedroom, Across the narrow hallway from the bedroom was a room that held a small kitchen on one side and a sofa on the other. The sofa faced a comm screen set to entertainment only. The communications module, he saw at a glance, had been manually removed. The kitty litter box sat at the far end of the hallway, close to the door he'd torn off. It was a model that turned the waste into small, odorless pellets that could be disposed of in the trash. The trash receptacle was similar and connected to a chute that must have been put in place when the water was plumbed in. It didn't emerge on the outside or Snowdancer would have discovered it. Likely it went to a small recycling or compacting unit concealed behind the wall, a unit that a teleporter could port out and put back when it reached capacity. And since the temperature in the bunker was mild instead of freezing, there was probably a heating and cooling system hidden beside the recycling unit. It wouldn't need to be big to service an area this size. He'd also spotted signs of a ventilation system. It was clearly an excellent one. The air was fresh, with no stuffiness to it. He'd put his money on the intake and exhaust valves being hidden higher up the mountainside. If they were small enough, no one would notice, not among all the shattered rocks. The original work must have been done during the period decades earlier, when Snowdancer didn't have the resources for satellites or the people to run regular patrols up here. The Psy who'd built this must have come in with precision plans, done the work at speed. Of course, having teleporters on the team took care of most of the risk. The entire setup was perfect for a prison the warden didn't often visit. 
and that was it. No other doors to the outside world. No light but that thrown by the old-fashioned battery-powered strips that hummed and irritated his ear and had nothing in common with natural light. No sign that anyone but the empath and her pet had ever lived here. Yet this place was old, much older than the empath. That information was visible in the fixtures and panels used to build the place, and in the wear and tear on the walls, along with the age of the built-in appliances in the kitchen. Whoever had put the E in here hadn't constructed the place, but it was the perfect hole in which to imprison a living being. No one would hear you scream, not even a changeling standing right on top of you.